0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Flow T-Cast for episode 28, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, Mark made that comment a while back. He's like, oh, podcast consists of people I, who don't remember the names or the numbers of their episodes. I was just thinking it,
1: dude. I was just thinking it.
0: <laughs> But yeah, we're on episode 28, guys. We got a doozy today. I'm pretty excited. Mark, we're going to go to you first. How are you doing, buddy? Had a big week hey, last I week, am huh?
1: Dude, I, yeah, I was supposed to say big long week last week. Um, guys, we're back. Like, I, I was streaming on Tuesday, and it was kind of just like me playing WoW, but I was also announcing something that um, what you saw on Thursday. I am now streaming the Stone Series weekly event. Not a big for deal. Dax PTCG, otherwise known as Danny Altavilla. We're, so we're streaming um, myself, it's going on my channel, but like Maxlow and scott were obviously helping me out along the way uh we're streaming dax ptcg stones series weekly event it's so much to say in one sentence uh, it, 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 bro, it I almost my...
2: flows out the tongue for the worst flowing ever bro i you was know, like... uh, i was
0: doing my youtube video right covering the meta for it we're gonna talk a little bit more about that here today but uh i was like dax, uh, shit. dax ptcg Stone series. <laughs> like, it was like linking in the fucking description. Shit, <laughs> but,
1: Scott, bud. But yeah, so we, we we streamed that, and then we did uh, we did the Stone series on Thursday. So it's been great, man. I'm um, having a lot of fun. I'm super happy to be back in the saddle, basically, as they would say. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you're gonna see a stream tomorrow and uh, on Thursday again. But yeah.
0: Oh, what so are you doing, doing tomorrow? So, are you going I mean, back to WoW tomorrow?
1: Yeah, tomorrow's my raid, so I'm gonna oh. stream the raid.
0: Oh, bet, Scott. I know. You're looking, What's up? you're looking snazzy over there. How are you doing, bud?
2: Uh, I'm doing great, man. You know, same old, same old. Uh, working on improving <laughs> working. <laughs> things. Uh, working every day. No, uh, I was actually excited um, that Mark was streaming, so I got off my high horse and decided to play online um, and had a lot of fun. I mean, it was a really great tournament. It was always nice to, like, when I was done with my round, click on and just see, like, Mark going super hype over... Uh, whatever was happening, bro, it made life so, um,
0: feel a little bit normal. I'm not gonna lie, it did. It was th- it was really? a Thursday night, yeah. and there was lo- a locals happening, and Mark was casting. It felt normal, but we're not gonna g- do this podcast without r- recognizing the fact that of all the clips they could have picked as your uh, thumbnail, they chose me. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh,
2: that was that was amazing. Uh, for those of you who don't know. Uh, Maxlow might be TikTok famous now, and if he wasn't, uh, there's at least at least whoever was watching the tournament knows why he should be famous. Uh... Bro,
0: 11K, bro. It's got 11K. Yeah, that was
1: like 11 out of 10 reaction like it's just like dude in a freaking in freaking snow gear listening to like trap music, ripping Pokemon cards with like this super mean mug on his face, and then you see him get the czar and you. Just...
0: Damn! Damn! <laughs> fucking losing it <laughs> yeah oh, no. man. Uh, Bro, it, it was, was amazing he was like i'm gonna make a gif out of it i was like i already beat what you what song was
1: it. that again what song were you playing on that I,
0: well I it's the one that
1: counts.
2: counts it's like five six seven eight nine twelve like thirteen fourteen savage. bank accounts so i don't like, know it's like seven yeah
1: dude it was a 21 song <laughs> dude what a 21 he hears it and he sees that clip or sorry what if because he, he's heard his own song Duh, he's it <laughs> himself. So. maybe he, he hasn't sees that clip he sees that clip dude and he's just like damn this is tight
0: yo somebody commented yeah, on burbank out, get so, him on the pod <laughs> bro that'd be hype somebody uh <laughs> said on the uh like on the comment on like uh burbank or something they were like one two three four five six seven eight zards i was like you right i got 16 put some credit monday <laughs> but anyway oh my
1: god can i tell you guys what i did early in this week hold on before you go further i gotta tell you guys what i did earlier this week so i was just you know deep in the sauce Listening to Law and Order episodes because that's what I do with my time. Because a, I'm a 40 year old dad and a 26 year old's body. And I was like,
0: Bro, we do it too.
1: I T plays video games. What if I went to his Instagram and I DM'd him and I was just like, <laughs> oh, Yo, yeah, Ice. Yeah. <laughs> you did, and I'll, you... if you guys want to know an update on that situation, he still hasn't opened it or even looked at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you should you should you should add him on Twitter and see how many likes we got to get on the tweet to see if he'll come oh on the pot. Bro, how high would that until be? We can
1: get iced tea on the floaty cast. Bro,
2: what if we could convince why'd... him to go to a regional? With our with our jersey on, I'll get him a side jersey. I'll get an iced tea side jersey made if he goes to a regional with it on.
1: you just gotta we just gotta give him the spiel like we give all parents. And honestly, I had to give the spiel to my my wow my wow raid leader because um I logged on after we did the the local tournament or the weekly rather not a local sad face but he was just like I went to look at your stream but you were playing 13 year old Pokemon game or something like that and I was like bro check this out you're a dad right you just you just get your kid to play your kid gets really good they get free college that's like a whole something thousand dollars you get to save as a parent come on now like we just tell ice that story we give them we give them the parent spiel damn instant instant player instant fan we got it dude he'll, he'll have a he'll have a mug like scott's in no time <laughs> 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 like it'll, it'll just be it'll just happen so fast bro right? what if he <laughs>
0: class back with like i'm a multi-millionaire bro
1: yeah, you're just like shut the hell up, dude. <laughs> you want to be a dead body? You want to be a dead body in the next SVU episode? I can maybe hook that up. Anything else? Shut the hell up. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, that's
2: hype too. Can can I be a dead body? Like that for would real? Be,
1: <laughs> I would love that. I mean, that, can you imagine that, bro? I just bro, I couldn't believe. While they roll me
0: out, <laughs> I couldn't believe I went to Mayhem Festival and his band came out, bro. I was like, bro, what? Shut out body
1: count. Oh my god. <laughs> I, like, I had no idea. I was like, that, "That he was I even see? in a band." Yeah, dude, that goes hard, bro.
0: It, it went oh hard. I ain't God. gonna lie, they were hype. they were hype. but um, uh, yeah, guys. Once again, if you don't know, now you know. Dax PTCG Stone series Thursday nights every week on Thursday at what five thirty Central, six thirty Eastern. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, link will be in the
1: description you guys below. Guys, push Reg back again
2: oh yeah <laughs> uh yeah i mean that was that was pretty wild there were so many people like last minute regging that he like had to he i don't think that he pushed reg back as much as it just took him that long to like get it set up
1: formulate everything that was
2: going on yeah well,
1: for, Dude, first, it, first it, tournament back in his 96 players what the fuck <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was a. Uh, it was uh, uh he he announced it last minute unfortunately but it's fine it's fine. It, it popped off. I was I had to jet out of Mark's Stream because dad things, but I, w- I, w- I went I back and watched. I was like, damn, he's cooking right now. I was hyped for you, bro. It's good to have you back,
1: dude. Bit yeah, man. Thank you. Oh, Big man. shout out to Trainer Chip and CeeLo's Network and Stefan Galaxy and anybody else who like hosted and came in with some views. Uh, I, I'm Pedro. Yes, and Sinichi uh, on Twitch pedro came in too man like shout out to all you guys making me feel right back at home doing
0: yeah making uh, on this pod buzzing bro i haven't seen mark buzz like that on the pod
1: <laughs>
0: shout before out. we go on
2: um shout out to trainer chip for uh literally bodying me in my fourth round like i'm like uh okay bad hand let's do this and then i got all nervous because it was him like Wow. I don't know why. Huss. And I just I just uh, super scooped up the Jirachi that I just played down because, you know, that's what you do. You don't need to get him in the act or anything. And then I just conceded, and I was like, uh, GG, uh, big fan, talk to you later. Didn't let him respond. So, um... But, uh, yeah. Good job, so, trainer Chip. Oh,
0: yeah, and shout-out to Sinichi because we're about to talk about your Senescorch list because it won the Dax PTCG's tournament. The Senescorch silvalli list. A lot of fire. Like, when I was doing my Top 8 recap... A lot of fire decks were in the top eight, which was insane. I was like, I was like, "There's no ADP. We're chilling. We got all fire decks. We're chilling. This is gonna be fun." What do you think of that?
1: And something really quick too to note before we go any further, uh, guys. Make sure you, if you guys want to get in on these tournaments, check out DaxPTCG's Discord channel. You can go see my recent tweets. I got the I, links all up in I there. Description. Um, join his Discord as well. Oh, and it's gonna be in the description of the video. Yeah, yeah, duh. I don't. I don't know how to YouTube, guys. I only go on Twitch. But yeah, check out all the links we're just putting in the description. Get yourself in these tournaments, guys. They're they're only gonna get bigger from here.
0: Yeah, and make sure uh, if, bet, you join, if you do join, if you do join, go ahead and hop in the stream channel so we can stream your matches. Anyway. Real, dude. Anyway. Dude. Anyhow. So Fire Decks were winning this damn thing, which was kinda insane though. Like I know uh Pedro did well at that one tournament and people had the list and wanted to try it. But there was like what was it, Turbozard or Tempozard or Zard, whatever the fuck. Uh Rhyperior Welder, insane. Uh I can't wait to try that one. Uh Baby Blowns was in the top eight. Um I don't have the entire meta share on. But
2: you know so, that's not how we do it. So things poor Nico's Baby Blounds list is... Atrocious or good? Kind, kind of just like... It's almost a mix between the Zard and the a Blounds list, you know? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, It yeah. still plays two Charizards, two Blacephalons, right? It's not just straight Blacephalon, so... Um... I like it a lot, actually. It kind of has <laughs> the best of both worlds without any negatives, so... Good yep. job figuring that out. <laughs> that is true. Um... You know what's not in the top eight, though? ADP? Or not anywhere on here? Uh, Besides ADP. I I can't find a single ADP. Oh, it's way down in 20th. Um, uh, Eternatus without the poison package. How how do you feel about that, being the best Eternatus player uh, Oh, being Eternigod? uh, Being
0: Eternagod. Let me (laughs) tell you what I feel about that. Next time, baby. Next time. Thursday, for number three, I'll take the whole damn thing down with the... Straight Eternatus, but I'm not even gonna play it. <laughs> yeah, that deck
1: was actually pretty cool. Playing um, the Glarian Slowbro V. I'm so happy that Mega Man Slowbro finally saw some play.
0: Yeah, dog. <laughs> that that is that the poison version that has a that is yeah like, yeah. yeah.
1: Plays a three three Toxicroak line. Shout out to Mark Two Six One from Brazil.
0: Yeah, dog. That's the yeah He's the poison line. Close, you, you you get like three of those out. Your poison damage is doing like what is it? 70 is it two more does it go from one to three and then uh, five and more seven
1: poison gives the two more yeah yeah so
0: 270 plus 70 on poison damage is 340 you're one shotting everything still sucks because you're playing two stage ones but I mean
1: it makes sense though why the deck has to be played that way because straight eternities just be. wouldn't cut it anymore yeah it would I don't know man you're not you're not you're not okoing um Stuff with big charm or like stuff that like, uh scorch right. You don't one shot it,
0: bro. You just but, all like, you the,
1: the poison package gets you there, bro.
0: All you do, all you do, bro. You don't have to one shot, bro. What you do is you uh you scoop your cards up so you don't even play the matchup. Oh, <laughs> nah, you just oh. boss this, up their scorch this... after they go first or go second. Just boss it up and knock it out. You'll be
1: fine. Aw, uh, yes, ah uh, yes, the perfect world mega race scenarios. I remember these. I remember these all too well, <laughs> bro. I don't. I you don't, I don't think you understand no. how Maxwell plays.
2: I live. In you play three world. switches and you draw a box somehow. Like that's how it happens.
0: <laughs> I tell you what. Deadass, I lost. Like I lost a little faith in Eternatus, even though I'll jump back to it eventually. When uh, I was streaming back in Nam. I.e. 2020. I haven't streamed in 2021 yet, believe it or not. And uh, I was playing Dragapult, and I completely throttled an Eternatus player with Dragapult, and I was like, I don't know about this, bud. <laughs> I don't know. About- I dude, put on honestly, a clinic.
1: The, the, the poison, it's just so much insurance, dude. And you, you, like, it's just like crap. My bench isn't all the way full, but, hey, I got two of these Toxicroaks down, and boom. You know, it's... its I don't know, man. I i think the Poison version is just best in slot right now.
2: I, I would tend to agree. Uh, I've been playing with it, and I used to be a straight Eternatus guy, too. Um, I was following my man's hype train, you know? Uh, but now that I've been playing it more recently, I, I can't argue with that fact. I mean, it just... It's so much nicer not to have to worry about retreating and attacking with another or hitting a boss in order to get game when you're just you know bro and you, you, you just gotta the knock him out slow,
1: bro. You
0: get
2: them I up. mean bro bro make a man type. turn
0: his plays evil tall bro everybody knows that's my favorite Pokemon
2: yeah even though sure, they don't even sure. play
0: it anymore they play the spirit
2: Tunes which I gotta get on sure. that
0: but it's fine sure, bud. bro I'm I've been playing the
2: spirit Tunes since day one I don't so I'm fun. either I'm either revolutionary or I'm dumb
0: well, either one either or but i've been on this tempo zard for real for real i might play that thursday that, that no, who,
1: who played who played Tempozard? what list
0: fat a apple or according to my boy danny house that's not tempo zard, that's just regular zard because there's no baby blondes in it but i feel like that that statement's a little sus
2: i mean it's good it's you know either way like fire's still good i don't think fire is not ever gonna not be good
0: so yeah, that was pretty much it. That was the meta. It was mostly like fire decks and stuff like that. You know, your ADPs and, you know, a little bit of Eternatus and pika and, you know, Cinescorts Silvalley so Valley 1. But, guys, we have a sick interview today. I'm super excited for it. It's my boy, Kirk Dubay. I hope I said it right
2: that time. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think you did. You didn't mispronounce it this Okay.
0: Well, I'm good. We're good. All right. So we're just going to throw it over to him real quick because y'all don't want to miss this
3: one. Damn, son. Where'd you find this?
1: You've heard him on your favorite grassroots tournament stream events from regionals to locals and hopefully nationals soon once all this COVID nonsense clears up. And he has the dopest suits in the game. We have Kirk Dubé on for the Floaty Cast today for an interview. What's up, man? How you doing?
4: Uh, doing great. Appreciate you all taking the time for this interview. Excited to chat up about whatever topics you all want. I know bills and blue jackets might be on the docket, so I'm mentally prepared for that <laughs> and whatever other curveballs you throw my way.
1: Sounds good. And I got the last name right. right? It's Dubey. Dubey. Yep, exactly Let's
4: right. Go, first. bro. I I think I
0: said Dubai when I first talked to him. Dubai. He was like, "Come on, dog."
1: <laughs> I mean, look at that. Look at that frame behind him, dude.
0: Yeah, dog. Uh, it's clean. Oh, yeah, you're on video now. We do YouTube videos so they can see it.
1: The oh, infamous Excellent. rain
4: Waylord deck. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So, uh. So, I keep that thing on me, on the wall, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, how long have you, uh, when did you start playing
4: Pokemon? how did that all start? I oh, get the year wrong, that'd be embarrassing. I think it's 2016. 2016 sounds right. So, uh, 2016 yeah it is 2016 so 2016 um i used to play a lot of magic gathering started playing that when i was in sixth grade my buddy tony got me into it um and obviously as time progressed uh progressed magic became a little bit more um cost prohibitive <laughs> to keep up with and play um and with a family um and my wife and i were getting ready to to pay for our wedding i was like i'm gonna sell these magic cards i i I never really held a collection, but I'd keep like certain cards over time anyways. I had one binder. I was like, I'm gonna sell this binder, take a take a chunk uh, out of our wedding costs, but I still want to play competitively. And at that point in time, after doing some research, Pokemon was the most financially uh, reasonable game to get into because if you don't go for max rarity unlike what's on the wall behind me, um, you can get like every card for 10, 15 cents or whatever, and then like you know have a couple rares for a couple bucks. And then you know you have like your Tapu Lele's for twenty bucks, which you are still getting a whole deck for like fifty, one hundred bucks versus Magic play set of Planeswalkers might run you two hundred bucks, you know, and that's just four cards in a deck that might not be transferable to other decks, you know. If it's a red Planeswalker, you can't play it in your blue deck, you know, if that's what's good and standard. So, I Pokemon made sense. Say
1: that,
4: yeah, Pokemon yeah. made sense. I jumped into it.
1: Staples, guys, like, but on Magic, you need staples for each color. You know, and Pokemon, we just gotta we we share all the same trainers and same support Pokemon. So uh, that's that is definitely the big uh, financial gap between Pokemon and Magic.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. So watching a little bit of Pokemon uh, through some Twitch streams that were going on the time at the time, it was just like Worlds and kind of uh, uh, U.S. Nationals was still a thing then. um and I was like, yeah, you know, this seems interesting. I think I can jump into that. Started doing a, leaser, a re- little research, realized there was no local scene uh, around me at all. Um but at the time my girlfriend lived in Louisville, so um when I would go visit down there, um Hunter Butler coming in high. Um, <laughs> <Here>. <laughs> um so my, when I'd bad, go-
3: my bad for the
4: delay, it's my fault. Don't oh, you're blame anybody else you're good. It's, We're just it's,
0: getting it's, Kurt's bat story real
3: quick. Okay, well, right on or,
4: my origin story. So uh, I'd go down to Louisville, that's how I met uh, Jeff and Jared um through their local scene and then i got the idea to start uh the super was no (laughs) real podcast with a competitive bend uh there wasn't a lot of really strong youtube channels either um so i got the idea well how am i going to get access to all the best players in the game um without them actually knowing who i am what's going to be my in for that um so i just started a podcast and started interviewing people and by proxy, I met a bunch of folks, including Hunter Butler on the call uh, now. And over time, are uh, you gentlemen uh, yeah, you know, you, surrounding you... me actually with pictures? You, uh... <laughs> With pictures. <laughs> surrounding me
3: with pictures. Hey,
0: you're good, man. You sound incredible, by the way.
4: I have no idea who you're talking to. I'm oh, assuming it's me, sorry. so I'm gonna say no, thank 100. you. I was, a, I was
0: talking to Hunter. No, I think he's trying to
2: say that uh, Hunter is sounding as incredible as your mustache looks, my man.
4: I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate I shape for this. I was for gonna this. say
3: the mic that Kirk has looks so nice. No, totally off topic, but that just looks like a super sick mic. <laughs>
4: it, it's just a it's a blue yeti, I think, right? Or a Yeti blue. Yeah, well however a yeti. however that the same one. On.
3: I think the fir- I'm trying to remember the first time I met you Kirk like I don't know if it was super proper the first time but the first time I think I met you super properly was at your world's party and that's when I I think we broke through the uh more than just hey what's up how are you doing like normal character to player relationship and then uh me and Kirk Kirk also like used to hit me up. I think we did, we only did one session, didn't we? I sent you a bunch of notes, I think, sent you a bunch of notes as well. I used to help Kirk out a little bit, which was super awesome. Obviously, like uh, being able to work with a friend is, you know, easier. You can give them to him straight and all that type of stuff. And Kirk's also uh, a lover of spicy decks. So I think we kind of bonded over. Uh, We like playing unique decks, not that everybody else is really into. It's more about personal enjoyment for Kirk, which I think is Another reason why me and the community and why people accepted him is, you know, he didn't come in like acting like he was better than anyone. He just came in there and loved the game for or for what it was. And, you know, like definitely in my in my opinion, one of the best commentators that we can look on as far as like all including non Pokemon employees.
0: Jesus, Hunter, we've been you've been in this pod again for like two seconds. You already making me cry. Hey, you ain't even talking yes. about me, dog.
4: <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't say enough about the kind words, but uh, to Hunter's point, uh, I was going to go to one League Cup last year uh, before all, the pandemic hit, and I was like, Hunter, I really don't want to embarrass myself. What's my play here? And um, he's like, we'll set up a session. I'll go over. I think it was um, it was a uh, Pidgey. Yeah, it's Pidgey. It was Pidgey control. Um, and we couldn't get our session in. So I'm driving to this League Cup. I was like, just send me notes. I'll pay you 10 bucks. Just send me notes. <laughs> and he, he sent me notes. And we were I, I was talking to him on a call on the way. We were both driving to League Cups, actually. Um, and while we were talking, I made him miss his exit. So I don't know if he ever made it to his League Cup. Um, but I went to mine and got third, I think. So that was kind of sweet.
3: And I won mine <laughs> and I made it. <laughs>
2: uh, that's, that's actually incredible. Um, so that,
1: what Hunter doesn't say is that he had to call the organizer, you know, be like, Hey, hold it for five minutes, please, please, please. <laughs> I li-
3: I literally had to, I literally, I remember calling, I forget whose lead cup it was, but I remember calling the store and being like, it's ra- It's, first of all, it was pouring. It was like, that's yeah, raining. Like, please like i missed my i missed a fat turn that turn was so fat that i missed i remember it was really bad <laughs> but i ended up making it
4: <clears throat> so it ended well that's good man on both sides of the fence
2: it sounds on like on both yeah, sides of the sure. fence
4: <laughs> mine was a, a cash league cup which had like 50 60 people there no that's gross exaggeration that was a complete lie. <laughs> it was a cash tournament i think it had like 30 people there um i don't want to conflate things but uh i left with 100 bucks for getting third so i was dope wow. hey you can't
2: you hey, cannot
4: yeah. hate that that's what was that's entry like
2: amazing. on that 100 person winning for top
4: four i think it was 10 bucks oh that's good hey yeah, yeah.
0: that's
4: a that's a big profit margin right there
1: Got paid a hundred bucks to loop some Pidgeotos. Seems good. It was so good. It, it was a
4: lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I made a lot of mistakes, and uh, you know the deck was just good, bailed me out a whole bunch, and crushing hammer baby all day. <laughs> uh, oh my so, goodness!
3: <laughs> oh, we can all we can. I guarantee you, we could talk about hours how about crushing hammer with now all this new standard stuff. Everyone's just. Uh, getting so, uh, I don't know the word, like, I don't even know if there's a right word, but we're just co- becoming, like, crybabies about certain cards, like Crushing Hammer and stuff, like, at some point you just gotta realize, cards are good, and when they go, when it's a lucky card a flippy card, if it goes your way that's, you're just gonna win the game, that's the risk of putting four flippy cards in your deck that's
1: right,
0: facts, that's right Look, Dude, Kurt inform- are you playing? I mean,
1: it, just, it just makes sense
4: are you playing a lot nowadays, or? no, not at all, so, um, my last Last bit of playing push was um, the Players' Cup 2, which went pretty bad, um, but that's okay. Um, And that was kind of my last foray, and I got burned out very, very badly. Um, And the reason I got burned out um, is because I felt like I had to do it, um, and I wasn't really having a good time, not only because... I felt like it was a chore, but also I wasn't winning. So I wasn't like really getting any satisfaction at any point throughout the life cycle of the process. Um, So after that, I was like, I need to step back. I'm gonna focus on other things. Um, I've got an article coming out on um, TCG Player Infinite um infinite excuse me uh about a 2009 porygon deck porygon z deck um that i've just been kind of testing having fun with with like drew allen uh trevor reed uh the people over at the Snowpoint cast so uh i really got to get my pokemon fixed through through that oh that's what's up
3: yeah so we're talking we're talking porygon z level x
4: oh yeah yep yeah dog mode crash decode all that good stuff in two in two thousand eight
3: worlds, or was it two? What what year was yours? Two thousand? You're for two thousand nine? So I'm pretty sure. Okay, so it was two is that one, the one that was in Orlando, or was two thousand eight in Orlando? I can't remember. Whichever one it was, I played Porygon Z level X and Garchomp C level X at the grinder at whatever. I, I forget if it was oh8 or oh9 and I just couldn't believe that. A Pokemon could have two like good abilities on it. Have no attacks, but just two good abilities. Porygon Z was lit.
4: Yeah. So its first one is Mode Crash, which hammers off all of the special energy on your opponent's side of the board, and then and then Decode is search your deck for two cards, put them on top of your deck. So then with like Claydol, you just draw right into them. Um, The card was busted for sure. For sure.
0: That is. What if they had that now? Dumb.
4: It has no,
3: listen, it has no attacks, just two abilities, yeah, but, but I, I, how, how level X's work, you could put it on top of the, you had to put it on top of a Porygon Z, so, um, I'm
4: uh, assuming
3: the one you're playing is the attacks for like three energy, right? I'm pretty sure.
4: Kirk? No, attacks, attacks for two energy and it's, uh, you, uh, for the technical machines in play.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. When you blow up the TMs.
4: As was dope its joke. i mean i'm i'll i'll share the article with y'all when it comes out i i wrote it uh quite some time ago and because i was referencing so many cards um they didn't have the card database uh that reached back far enough to be able to do like the, <laughs> like the <laughs> scroll the over right. yeah, yeah to do the scan so oh uh, my goodness it's it's been delayed a bit but i'm excited for it to come out um my man said anyways, i went that,
0: to i went to the box bro i went to i went <laughs> deep in the vault for this one <laughs>
4: What made it especially fun is I didn't play back then. So I didn't even... I was discovering all these cards for the first time, um, which made that a very rewarding process uh, to be able to um, not only kind of innovate on a deck, but be able to make meaningful suggestions and and, uh, uh, edits, you know, as Drew Allen and Trevor Reed, who are the core people that were working on the deck, you know, kind of be a a silent partner in their progress um, and be able to, you know, give reasonably intelligent feedback uh, about cards i was rediscovering or uh, you know in some some cases or discovering for the first time so that was neat that was fun
2: yeah for sure sounds sounds like a blast man like uh, a lot of times uh, i play old formats with like aaron rucker and he'll bring decks that are like i mean i haven't been playing all that long right i think i really started playing in like 16 right so He'll bring like old old formats and it's the same thing. It's it's essentially like discovering new sets all the time, right? Like there's I wouldn't say infinite, but there's a ton of cards out there that a lot of people haven't played with that just make for much more enjoyable Pokemon. Um yeah. if you're burnt out of a standard formats. So. Yeah, I a, agree.
4: The Len
0: I ordered a Gardevoir level X. Bro, that thing's clean looking. I love it. <laughs> That's all I got. The-
4: the art was the arts are really good, and I love the the so poor Z level x too um but so what I was gonna good. say is the lens that we have now applies to those formats differently, which um you can see a lot of in these you know retro format tournaments that are spiking online now uh, which is awesome you see a lot of crazy innovations of just people like well this this is actually better than people in that time gave it credit for because it does this, whatever that might be. Um, and, and somebody that I will shout out, uh, another Kentucky native, uh, <clears throat> James Arnold has actually been innovating a lot on old decks and playing in those old tournaments and just ravaging them uh, because he is applying that, that lens to his old school knowledge and being able to kind of marry those really well and seeing some success and having a good time. So shout out to him for that.
3: Also a really good deck builder. Like, he's always just been a deck builder. Another wacky deck builder who's always seen success. James Armor for sure. And the old the old format turns, like, was, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I haven't played a game of standards since the Online Worlds tournament, the one that Isaiah played in. Haven't played mm-hmm. a tournament since then. And before that, the only tournaments I was playing that me and Finn were playing were the uh, PokeStats old format tournaments, you know, twenty from ranging anywhere from like it was like twenty, you know, twelve to whatever to like twenty sixteen, which was mm-hmm. just so much more enjoyable than the Pokemon that was going on, and I think that's like a big part of the reason. Like maybe only a quarter of the top players from the
4: last five years are even playing
3: online right now, entertaining all this stuff
4: yeah um just my my two cents on the current standard format and maybe where a lot of the dissension or frustration comes from is uh i i think it's i think it's easy to pin on the like you said hunter, maybe the flippy cards or things like that um but the texture of the game um is different it's it's they're very fast games but not in uh maybe a rewarding sense um simply because you know it, it's almost a rinse repeat process um that 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 would be my just kind of stood back analysis, because I know that's how I, I felt when I was playing through the players' cup stuff i just I, I just i was sometimes I was like, what am I doing here right like I attached to energy and I've lost like I had to bench a crowbat v so I lost because I'm playing against a d p or um uh, you know, I, I missed the hammer flip or whatever, and Eternatus can one-shot everything on planet Earth, and I have no way I can get to that amount of, like, hit into that amount of HP with any meaningful, meaningful impact, Um, and I'm so far behind now. So <clears throat> the, the, fl- the flow of the game is so hardly skewed to the first two turns that uh, it makes, Perhaps the the next three or four turns, however long the the game lasts, a little bit less enjoyable. What
0: you mean? I agree. Man? I feel like... is the best deck ever. All right, no, I'm just kidding. Oh my <laughs> gosh!
4: <laughs> um, Stop. <laughs> Stop I mean, with... <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what to say to that. Um, <laughs> like, so if I were to, so in my, so we'll use my player's Cup Two Run for example. So, okay, I, I started off, um, and I played Blonds a couple times um because i just enjoyed playing that deck i thought it i thought it was fun like you know being able to oracle rio do, do that the the feather dance draw some cards you know and and go back through gotta find the welder you know bouncing up using nets to get it just seemed like i was at least taking actions right whether they were meaningful or not i had actions to make um and I just got ravaged by ADP, like my first like six keys just for one of just first first round out. So I was like, screw this. ADP, and let's go. and that's supposed to be a favorable matchup for baby Bosephalon. Like right, don't get me wrong, tons of user error in there. For sure. like, <laughs> like I'm I'm sure I made infinite mistakes in, in just those first five or six keys. So I switched to ADP. And then I did clay DP or whatever that was. Um all of that was just a miserable experience. So, in my first in my first twenty two keys, I think I had no, my first twenty eight keys, that's not true. twenty two keys, I think I had sixteen points. So I said, "Screw this. I just picked up Senescorch, and I just f- played every single key, my last twenty eight keys, um and I ended up with eighty five or eighty seven points. So like just under yeah, you know, a couple points off whatever qualified. But I looking back, if I didn't just, Smash my face into the wall with ADP or baby blounds or that clay DP nonsense. If I could have had 22 keys back, I probably would have been able to make some adjustments and qualify. But instead, I didn't, <laughs> and so and so I didn't. Um, and those first 22 keys put such a bad taste in my mouth that it made the next 28, even though I was succeeding on a higher at a higher rate. I just wasn't really feeling invested into my own performance.
0: You know, uh, you know what uh, you should've I, did? Uh, you should've played Eternatus, bro.
4: You
1: oh my god, won. stop. It, it's <laughs> definitely it's definitely burnout mentality coming in too because it's just like, man, I wish I could have done this like twenty keys ago, you know, like you were saying just now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the dopamine's gone from it i'm sorry the ser- like you you just the you just serotonin. get nothing out of the yeah, serotonin, my yeah, serotonin my yeah i did no, no, It's that.
3: same. It's actually no it's honestly the same i think
1: but really, like it's serious. just it's like well we're like it's just you finally get there and you're like man like it took this to get here and now it's like i and then you see you know like you're a couple keys off or sorry a couple points off of making it i i, I i'm right there with you dude that would be incredibly frustrating
4: so- that's hey. why i cast yeah, so and and that uh. was that was that was what I should have been doing. Uh, uh, of course. Um, but all that all that to say, I can see how people aren't having a good time. And I don't think I think the I think the flip cards are a scapegoat. I don't think they're the core reason. I just think people want to use those as a reason to justify that they're not having fun while still repeatedly showing up for all these tournaments every week. You know right. what I mean too. It's right?
1: Like, yeah. W- why not show up? A lot of time is this format is it is unhealthy. It, it the games are very fast, and a lot of it is because like, well shit, I didn't get my second energy down. I'm 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 actually like infinite behind because of this one missed energy attachment, and there's just not a lot of counterplay involved. Like really, it's just like build the who builds their Goliath first, and who's whose has better effects. Like that's why you see mm-hmm. things like Pikaom still just slicing through everything because not only do they have a big attack they also can fall back on like choo-choo and stuff like that or alternatives turn this where it gets to a point where it's like this is just overwhelming i can't build anything fast enough to to knock this out and like you could see you could see where a game is going to go a lot quicker than than most formats i've 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 personally experienced like i can tell within the first few turns of a game like okay i'm probably gonna lose like and that and i, I just don't think that's how it should be
2: oh uh, for sure uh i mean there's been fast formats before, but there's always been some sort of recovery, right? And I f- feel like that's what's missing most out of this, is if you start your first two turns, uh, uh, I played in the DAX uh, Thursday, and there was one game where I just I started Blounds and 5 Fire Energy and a Marnie, and I Marnied into 3 Fire Energy and nothing else. And I was like, okay, well, I'm done. And I understand that bad hands happen, but at the same time, it's like, in previous formats that have been fast that I've played in, there's always been some sort of okay, well, I'm behind right now, but late game, I can come back. It's fine. Bro, so, we're
0: playing big basics with no guard, bro. That's what's well, happening.
1: It's, uh, so it really, like, now we can use, like, terminology here. Uh, there, there's a lot of aggressive decks, so there's a lot of aggro decks, but there isn't a lot of mid range, you know? And then, like, there's obviously, you know, you got your control here and there, <laughs> but, like, there's no, there's no mid range. There's hardly any mid range closest thing you got is like what baby blouns is right now cuz like you get those big swing turns where you're, you know you're four or five turns deep and they've taken a lot of prizes but now you can just blow the fuck up draw like 20 cards in a turn have a 20 card hand and blow up their big their their big basic whatever it may be and then they have to build another one back up and that's how you take that game back that's that's like the only really mid range i see right now is like baby blouns but everything else is just aggressive and like you know you'll you'll peter out if you're first turn you don't attach you know you miss like peter out super quick i agree yeah and the only
4: it it tends to to lead into um if you start slow but you're able to claw back into the game it's because your opponent also missed very 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 key crucial things um so i mean i i I mean the horse is dead we we've we've beat it uh to that point so um so what do you think of adp in the format (laughs) oh my god no i will say that uh it makes
2: for exciting to watch casting, right? Because you get to see these big attacks. You get to see them go off, right? So as a viewer standpoint, especially if you got a commentator that's super hyped about it, seeing those big attacks and those big numbers continue is much more exciting than watching control decks um, on the online client. So I'm glad that this format exists online specifically. um, And it can make... The visuals that we have that are unexistent a little yeah, more. You hear, enough. you
0: hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's a and good so segue. I guess this is, yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Mark. I'll let you run.
1: Yeah, this is this is a great segue <laughs> to get into your background of casting. That's it. That is how I know you. Um, I remember my first time seeing a stream with you on it, and I was like, "This guy's a sick suit. I am watching this. <laughs> it's and dude, the the energy." like i'll never forget um when oh my god i'm frank when frank popped off with the buzzmosa and you and jay were yeah. just like losing it in the booth man like that that's inspiring dude like i, I like it honestly helped me get into it a lot and so i want to ask you like what what and we all want to know what got you into casting and like tell us a little bit about the background of it
4: of course so uh first and foremost uh you know hunter said some very nice things before and mark you just said plenty of good things uh positive things as well so thank podcast you for that
0: in a minute <laughs> so we're not done with the with the stroking off
4: here all right well okay fair, fair <laughs> enough um so yeah um collinsville 2017, 2017 2018 season because i was that was the year i went for my invite um I was had a middling record 2 and 3 something miserable. My Saturday wasn't going well. But I had ridden down with Jeff who actually backed out of the event so he could cast and at the time it was critical hit um and the wonderful folks over there that um solicited Jeff to help them out. They had a I don't know if it was a personnel concern or they just wanted it an extra person to help out, but for that Sunday at Collinsville, I actually dropped from the tournament. I think it was I was three two or two three. Doesn't matter. I dropped out of the tournament and I just kind of loitered in the back, um, hung out with them, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to do you want to take yeah you know, jump into the booth on Sunday?" Um, and I did, and it was a blast. I, I've I had just a genuinely amazing time. And at that at that moment, I decided that it's far more important for me to get my Worlds invite, not because I am super jazzed about playing in Worlds, but I just find that to be um, a, 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 a very uh, a very reasonable bar of credibility to give myself that says like this is why he has enough credibility to be in the booth and tell me about this thing, right? So in my mind, it became that's a threshold I want to achieve because playing is cool casting is awesome and i am infinitely better in the booth than i am at the table and i th- I think there is no one that would disagree with that doesn't mean i'm the best in the booth or even good in the booth but maybe that just means how bad i am as an actual player <laughs> but i knew playing is fun being in the booth is amazing and that's that's where i want to be and that's uh where i'd like to spend my time bro that's awesome you're you're a mad man being in, in the, the booth, booth.
1: I can attest, being in the booth is way better than being at the table, way less stress, and uh, you don't have to just watch yourself lose. You know,
4: <laughs> right? You get to watch somebody like, else. lose. Exactly. Five, exactly. <laughs> you somebody else? Like, Yeah. You get know to I be I
1: like, like,
0: yeah, you got a feel for that guy right there.
1: Oh, if that was me, I'd be pissed. <laughs> like... Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I mean, aside aside from that, mostly kidding. It's it's a it's a lot of fun, and like getting to bring the show to the people at home with your knowledge as well mm. especially like you're very informative and you're very personable as a caster and it's it's amazing dude like i'm sure like the, like the parents at home who like watch the stuff with their kids too super appreciate that because you know you don't want just like some angry guy just like oh you just and point this down and you fucking played that like no they love like the hype the energy like the suits like the they love it man like it's casting's a lot of fun and honestly like if any of you out there listening and ever thought about doing it freaking do it what take record one of your games and just cast over it is so much fun like i I have a similar story like i kind of just got thrown in and you know it just went from there it was just it was fun. fun it, wanna... it... oh sorry go ahead hunter no you're, you're no, good dude
3: No, you're all good i was gonna say uh I wanna ask, cause I don't think a lot of people ask this question and I thought of it when Mark was saying like about the stress. Like when you sit down across the table, like to a new match, when you're running around, you know, sitting down to your table for your match or whatever, you get a people have tournament nerves. Is there like casting nerves that you're gonna like mis say something or maybe like misinterpret something or you know, maybe not catch what you do you have like do you go in with expectations like this is what I wanna do like you would with the tournament or You know, because it is. I mean, I don't want to say it's not a job. It's definitely a job. Like all, like whether you play all the time or you cast all the time, like you're putting an effort of the tournament. It's a job. It's a day of work. So I just want to know, like, maybe if uh, there was a difference in stress for you, if you if you had any at all.
4: Uh, It's it's uh, it's it. There is stress. It's different uh, to your point. Um, For me, I'm fortunate enough. uh, An analogy, I actually just thought of in the booth. We have Dexter and I'm Dee. that's running around the lab like a maniac, right? <laughs> so if I say something wrong, it's not that bad in terms of like game analytics, right? Or, or analyzing the game state. If I misinterpret it, it's not that big a deal because Dexter, the nerd with the glasses, he's going to come through and he's going to hit everybody with the real knowledge. And I just get to flail around my arms going like, ah, it's insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but but for me, it's it's like uh, I'll call it controlled muppetry, right? So like I'm like you know just waving my arms around, going insane, but also I can't be so. I feel like you're. Distra- I, I, I can't be so I can't be so distracting to what is actually happening that I'm taking people out of it or I'm changing what my role is. My role isn't to. I'm not the entertainment. The entertainment is being presented and I'm helping deliver that to you much like a football game or a hockey game or whatever. Um, You know, I I get to say, but that's the goal has to happen and somebody has to get us there. So um, back to to the stress level thing for me, um, I get nervous, you know, the lights go on. I just want to deliver to the best of my ability to uh, my true self this how I uh, will recognize that I am truly passionate about what I'm watching, and I want to express how I'm feeling in a moment. Um, a great uh, example of this, and I think I kind of captured everybody in the chat, was the finals of the POG championships. Um, and it was Control versus uh, Pikaram, but with Beekavolt V doing the item lock thing, and Sander who is like the control master going through all his one-ofs and stuff. and on paper with no voices over that that could have been a slog (laughs) Uh, but i i think uh one of my strengths is there wasn't much going on in the game so i got to just kind of cut loose a little bit express what people in the chat are feeling in a positive manner and keep people invested into something that quite frankly was crawling was at a crawling pace um and just being able to do those things, transition, shift, and how am I going to do that? And all of that kind of wells up inside of you. Once you're in it, you're in it, and you're just kind of honed into the moment. But all those things just start rushing into your brain, and then the light flicks on. And it's as if you'd been thinking about nothing. Your brain, My brain just goes white, and I'm just like fixated and let let the words fly, but... Um, I have no idea if I answer your question. See, that's, that's why <laughs> no, I'm in the
3: mood. You you de- no, 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 no. You, answer, you, you definitely answered my question, for sure. I do wanna- I think you're. I think Kirk's underselling himself a little here with the, like, he's just, you know, screaming goal. Because Pokemon is a game, like, and I've said this time and time again, that I, why I think VGC has more view. Well, there's a reason why VGC has more views than TCGs is because when you're looking at the game, like, just the way that we play naturally just just any card game is hard to get like excited about just cards moving around but when you got the vgc and freaking pikachu turns 300 feet tall and starts (laughs) lightning zapping shit then it's like everybody can go nuts for that it's just like we have a i think inherently just on the surface level of watching without knowing how to play pokemon a boring game and somebody like you is what I think is maybe a little bit listening, not to, I'm not trying to shit on Pokemon or nothing with their casters. I love their casters, but I feel like we're missing the guy, you know, bringing uh, genuine passion and energy to something and like bringing it alive. I feel like you and Jeffrey like bring it, al- bring it alive a little more than just, Hey, these are a couple of cardboard cards being tossed around the table, you know, and a little bit of hand shuffling.
0: Two things I wanted uh, to say to piggyback off that though, is that, uh... Every Before you came on here, I would talk about, you know, the difference between uh, VGC and TCG. And I'd say that TCG is like a golf match, while VGC is like football. Soccer. You know, like, yeah, soccer. <laughs> and it's like, unless you're in the booth, then it's, then, then we're closer to that soccer game feel. But, uh, no, when we, you came and cast it on uh what was it? The Life is Just a Game for that one game. Uh, next one, I'm going to ask you to do more, but <laughs> I promise, but, uh me and scott were sitting here listening to you uh the whole time we were just rolling <laughs> y'all were cracking us up though whole... it was like aren't we supposed to do something no we gotta listen to this <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> just some of the like things y'all were saying i was like god
2: <laughs> it was it was honestly really humbling too uh hearing you guys cast one of our matches, uh, because we had been struggling. Uh, well, I, I was really struggling. I, it's not something that I feel comfortable doing. Um, I'm, I'm not that guy. And I was trying my best while also trying to run the tournament. And once I heard you guys, like, connect like that, uh, I was like, oh, oh, I should just sit back. I I don't belong in the booth. That's fine. It's, it's great. There's people that are made for this, and it's not me. So, yeah. Um, Shout out to you for that that was That was honestly one of the because i I've, I've always been one of those I could do anything type of guys, and that's one of the few times in my life where uh well one of the many times I should say um, that I was like, oh, yeah, let me sit back because uh there's people that do this much better than I can
4: uh, well i yeah I, I mean how, how how can I feel bad? you guys are, are just buttering me up so, so well, um, well but I just honesty. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I really like being in the booth. Um, you know, I'm in a, a, you know, a life position now where, um, you know, I wish I could, uh, offer, offer those opportunities, uh, or reach out to, to get those opportunities for myself, uh, more often. Um, but if you reach out to me a couple weeks in advance, let me plan stuff out with my life. <laughs> I, I, there's a good chance that I can be there for you. And look, I, I want to be in the booth. I have a good time doing it. And it's, it's, it's work. Yes, but it's a lot of fun. And, um, honestly, selfishly, the more people see my face, the more we can have conversations like this, or people are having conversations like this without me here. Um, and you know, you cause a natural ground swell like that. And, uh, you know, may, maybe Pokemon does, uh, pick up the phone and, and hit me up and say, look,
3: they really do. They really do, to, to, like, man. If, if I'm hey. gonna if I'm gonna make any type of uh, uh, what would you say? Like, like if I'm throwing a name in the goblet of fire for Pokemon, I'm throwing your name in it. <laughs> if I'm if I'm getting two names, I'm getting you and Jeffrey because you guys just need to be like together. Like when I think of you guys, I think of like like two weathermen that don't need to practice. You just throw them in there and put whatever on the scene and they just go with it, like. You just make, no- you make something out of nothing and you make something that's, like I said before, a little mundane, uh, less boring, like, and more interesting. And to segue into that, like, I wanted to like ask you how you decided you wanted to do super odd and how that kind of like, like catapulted from the, uh, catapulted from doing the commentary.
4: It was actually the uh, inverse that happened. I touched on it a little bit before. When I first started playing, I became friends with Jeff, who's one of my best buds to this day. Um, And I think that's just one of the things that leads us to be so successful in the booth is because we're just genuinely best of friends. So we just get to cheese off talking about Pokemon, which is something we just kind of do offline anyways. But um, back to what I I was saying is the the way SRC got started is... I was friends with Jeff and Jared, uh, Jared Weiss. Um, Jared had just won Florida regionals or or not one, excuse me, but top eight of Florida regionals of that year. And I was like, look, you guys are really good. People know you, you have name recognition. Nobody knows me, but I have this idea. There's no competitive podcast talking about the Pokemon trading card game right now. And I want access to all the best players, but none of them know me. So I need you all to vouch at my foot in the door. Will you guys be my code hosts as I start this podcast? Um, and they said, "Yeah, man, you're insane, but sure, we've got your back." And then, uh, I mean, what a wild ride! Super Rodcast was. I mean, that that blew up a lot faster. It was you know awesome, of course. Um, and it, it and it ran its course. Um, by the end of the super Rodcast, I think you two, Cassine, had become inundated with, um, a lot of similar type of content from a lot of individuals, um, doing it with a lot more time invested and time available than myself or Jeff or Jared had in that particular crossroads. So we said, Hey, rather than, uh, provide a, uh, mediocre content, mediocre content for the sake of doing it, we'll just take a step back and, uh, hand the reins off to the, the next, wave of individuals that come through but that did practice my radio voice if you will to uh get in the booth and do some commentary and have uh, a place to start for sure
1: and honestly too it, it it more than likely if not definitely inspired a lot of other podcasts to pop up so i mean you guys did a great thing by having that podcast you probably yeah i mean played a role in inspiring this podcast here because yeah. I remember when Supercast first was out, like, it was great. There was, there was really, like you said, no other competitive podcast. So it was a great corner of the market already. And right there, too, that's, that's where the inspiration starts. Like, well, they're the only people. I mean, we can do it, too. And then imagine all the other people that are having that conversation after that. It's, it's, it's like it's like telephone game at its finest. I don't know. You, it's, a, it's a great thing. It's
4: it started off strong. I think it ran the exact course it needed to. You know, I still have all the all the accounts paid for and up to speed. So if uh, Jeff and Jared and I get the itch, you know, we can fire off a one-off episode. You know, and not feel too bad about it. I don't think we're cutting into anybody's uh, bank accounts by by doing that. But um, I, think I
1: should do it, hundred percent, bro. Um, 100%. When,
4: here
0: here's the deal we got to make right now. When I win the first regionals, that comes back, you got to interview me on it. All right.
1: <laughs> uh, ooh. i said win. 2025 <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh god you said
4: when not win. yeah <laughs> the, oh my they're gosh. gonna be like Stephen
0: maxlow congratulations on your first regional win what are you gonna do hey kurt <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my gosh so i think another question that we're all wondering is what's the story of the start of the suits
4: yeah, so um I was very much so concerned out of the gate <laughs> uh that um fake it till you make it is essentially the root of the suits. Um I had no idea what the reception was gonna be about Kirk as a human being at, in the booth. Uh but I knew the suit would get somebody talking. Uh anybody talking, whether it's people like what the heck is that jacket? Why is he doing whatever it was, it got the people going. And <laughs> that's uh that's Part, part of entertaining, right? So I figured, like, hey, I if just nothing intelligent oozes out of my mouth for two straight days at this first regional, I'm doing full commentary on. At least the jacket will help temper some of the the hatred, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, uh,
1: that is so fucking bit, smart. What was the first jacket?
4: Um, I think the first jacket was like um, a TV it was. Uh, tv kind of like static screen like black white yeah. and it kind of had like so the, the green and yellow <laughs> kind of rectangles in there um oh my
0: God.
4: it was just kind of like yeah like a static st- it's kind of like a yeah like a black a blank, you know snow screen on on an old school like tube tv
2: oh my goodness where did you find those like every time i see you i'm like where does this guy get he's got some super crazy store maybe he makes them i don't know but every single time i'm like i'd probably wear out the proms uh I
4: wish I, I wish I had the the know-how and knowledge to one make the own my own suits i'd probably save money and two um that i was smart enough in high school to have worn something like that to my prom but um <laughs> <laughs> the internet. The internet is the home of all great things. I have uh, I have one salmon colored jacket that came with a button up shirt with like a cat kind of like screen printed on it. And the cat's name is, uh, I think it's Hector. I think I went with Hector. But anyways, um, that's kind of my, that's my classy combo because like it looks like a normal salmon jacket with like a tangerine colored shirt underneath. But you can just whip that <laughs> SOB open and there's Hector the cat. So, um, you know, just and th- 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 those were thrift store finds. So you know, whatever. Internet thrift stores, heck of a combo,
0: bro. Heck oh, of a that's, combo. That's insane. Yo, speaking of insane outfits, dog. All right, uh, boys. If y'all want to leave after this one, I understand. But then bills, oh, dog. <laughs> then bills.
1: I actually have to use the restroom. <laughs> um, Jesus
3: Christ.
4: Uh, yeah. Bro, I have Buffalo get- football looking. It's exciting.
0: Yo, Jake Allen looks like a god out there for real. <laughs> I, I
4: I don't know who J- Jake Allen is, Did but I Josh say, Allen is. That's it, what I meant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been out of the loop <laughs> on sports, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, no, Josh Allen has really come into his own, uh, which I'm glad. I was I was one of the Josh Allen doubters when they drafted him. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, so, yeah, glad to see him turn around. Glad to, them, to win their first playoff game since 1999. Um, I so it was I'm excited. Was it? That was the, when they won the AFC. Last time they oh, won the AFC. Oh, oh. AFC East. Yep. Um, a... So, yeah. Playoff wow. win. We got the Ravens on Saturday night. Next oh, Saturday night.
0: The Ra- I thought y'all were playing the Chiefs.
4: See, I'm so out of the loop. <laughs> I'm trying to talk football with this man, and I know
0: nothing. Well,
4: I I only know the Bills, so uh, <laughs> don't don't feel too bad. But yeah, the Bills play the Ravens uh, because the the brownout happened in Pittsburgh and Bro. the, uh, the Browns beat the Steelers. So um, I would have loved to get my hands on the Steelers because I actually think they're just actively not a good football team um, this year, anyways in particular. Um, but the Browns stepped up, and put the hammer to them. So uh, the Browns are going to Kansas City and the uh, the Ravens are are coming to.
2: Coming to Buffalo. Bro, it's So, insane. unbiased. Unbiased opinion. Who do you think wins that game, the Ravens or the Bills?
0: Bro, he thinks the Bills are winning. I think the Bills are winning.
4: I'm, no, I'm never going to root against the Bills uh, for sure. Um, and I'm certainly not going to jinx it by saying anything uh, here. Like the Ravens even have a chance of winning. Uh, well, but it's, it's all going to come uh, down to that Lamar Jackson uh, containment. Obviously, I was, he is I was the, to say, the uh, whole we- team.
3: He's from Florida, and we Kodak bopping every time bro gets a touchdown. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, Lamar, uh, L- Lamar, Lamar Jackson is literally from like, th- like two neighborhoods over from wh- where Kodak Black grew up. So, they're and I love Kodak Black; it's one of my favorite artists. But I have a, qu- I have a question for you, Kirk, that I don't think a lot of people get asked, but I think it's appropriate for a commentator. I want to know your what do you th- who are the top three players that you think are like the best to watch, like. Because I know only if, you know, what, maybe like 20, 30 people, uh, 20, 30, 40, maybe 50 matches a year get taped. Most of the time it's top players. And then, you know, sometimes they're people that get reoccurring because they have, they play wacky decks. There's a bunch of reasons why people get streamed other than your five o or whatever. So I just wanted to know if you can, the top three people you like think uh, are most enjoyable to watch play.
4: Most enjoyable to watch play. So, uh, one person that pops uh, straight into my mind, uh, and it's from Toronto Regionals, uh, I believe it was 2019. Um, and that's Simon Tracy Lacasse, uh, French Canadian from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And like he that. is just a character. He is just a character. And uh, he's having, like, he's one of the people that you can tell, even through, just through his body language, uh, he's having fun at the table. He's a good player. He was just snatching wins in that tournament and it was uh, he was you know doing it off the back of like Articuno's Edge and just wild stuff like that um so getting to do commentary for a couple of his matches was a ton of fun um not only because of the deck choice it was a rogue deck which obviously helps a lot uh but because you could see his table presence and energy was just very strong and he was just having a good time um yeah, so I, I will definitely uh, put uh, him up there. Some of the other individuals that have—it's—it's uh, it, really—it really comes down to d- deck choice and table presence and energy. For example, um, I think you could put me at a table with the Hippus deck, uh, the the most rogue awesome deck of all time, and it would have the sex appeal of a school bus fire because I'm just not that fun to watch play. But if you do the same thing, put the same deck in Hunter's hands, for example, when he was playing Stunfisk, like Hunter's energy carries that deck too. It's like a, it's a pairing. Um, so credit you for that, you know, the Frank Buzz Mosa water box with like the unit energy nonsense, like that's, it's fun to watch Frank, but it's also fun to watch that deck and when they're together, that's a, that's a, that's a great time, um, so that that would kind of be my my ideal. So I can't say a specific person, but those are the combinations you're looking for. Um, great personality, energy, like something you can f- intrinsically feel through the screen, uh, despite not having to see facial expressions, and of course, deck choice that kind of helps bolster that up.
0: What about Danny Altavia's sure. hand shuffling? Is that, a, is that a treat to watch? The,
4: <laughs> you know, I think Danny Danny definitely gets
3: put in, like, if I'm going to, like, not... I definitely am biased because Danny's a really good friend of mine, but I feel like the speed at which Danny plays and the decks that he plays, the complicated, like, decks that he chooses to play, like, we, we can all say Danny's definitely going to go down as one of the one of the greats, you know, at least top 10. Oh, like, for the, sure, for resume sure. Resume is fat. But, but as far as excitement goes, I think... Danny might be the fastest Pokemon player, <laughs> the fastest.
2: I I would have to tend to agree with that. I've watched him a lot, and... Uh, He's okay. I, I was into Airbnb with him for a little bit, and I swear to you, he was playing three games at once, and I couldn't keep up. Like, he, he kind of... You seen that show, Queen's Gambit? That's kind of how Danny was doing it, but at, like, turbo speed, so... <laughs> man, man,
4: Pace of play helps, too, right? Um man. You can it's it's awkward in the booth when you know everybody at home is seeing what you're seeing and if I'll tell you what if the caster feels that you're playing slow it feels even worse for the people watching at home because the ca- like the casters are trying to carry other information that isn't just the pace of play that's happening right it's potential plays things that happened last turn impacts of, of decisions what have you so if the casters start recognizing it, it's gotten bad, and definitely the people at home have recognized that there's a pace of play issue. Um, and I've tried to do it's it's hard to breach, especially in the booth, uh, but I try not to let it slide um, because I don't I think that's disingenuous too. Um, again, I try to deliver what I'm feeling, and if I feel I just watch somebody go discard opponents discard. Stellar Wish, tank on the decision, look at their hand, count the discard, look at discard, choose a card, and then they do like the Ultra Ball search pick a card, wait, shuffle, do all the cut and then like nest bowl or whatever, if we're playing expanded and then do the search again. Whereas in game one, they were doing like the piggyback searching and stuff like that. Like those are key things that I like to bring to people's attention, not to say, Hey, this person's doing something that's breaking uh, the rules of the game, but it's something that information that people need to be equipped with when they're sitting at the table against opponents that do stuff like that. Um, and, and kind of bringing those to light and, you know, intrinsically building public pressure to not do those types of things, because that's a, it's ruining the experience for the people watching. It's awkward for the casters. And to be quite frank, you're it's it's not a good look. It's not a good look for the game across the board, especially to Hunter's point, a game that sometimes isn't that fun to watch. <laughs> yeah so when you slow down something that's not fun
1: news flash uh it gets worse makes it worse 120 and that's honestly probably like my least favorite thing about casting standard currently is stellar wishing because it's just like they're gonna do so many and now they're online too so they can't just pick the damn thing up and like fan it really quick it's a go over, click it, look through it, click off, click again, click over here, click over. And it's like, man, that that's, that, and I, I noticed stuff like that immediately too. It's like, okay, this guy is slowed down significantly. He's tanking on this decision. There's only two trainers in this Stellar Wish here. You know, everything else is just <laughs> energies and Pokemon, but it it's pace of play. I, 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 like, I don't know if you can relate on this too. Like that's, that's where it kind of gets harder to cast at points It's just like, I don't want to just repeat this again, like what I just said, because I'm running out of stuff to talk about about the turn now.
4: Yeah, so, has, it, has that
1: ever happened to you, Dad? Does that ever happen to you?
4: Um, so, I'll go back to the POG Championship Finals again, where it was Sander versus uh, Isaiah Bradner, and it was the Vevikovolt V Item Lock kind of type thing going on, and then Sander was playing that control deck, and a lot of the turns was just draw, click, attack, pass and then Sander would go through his hand of, like, 60 cards or whatever. It was, like, ridiculous, like, 30 cards. And he would scroll through and pick stuff. So, fortunately, Sander's pace of play was pretty good. But there are certain turns where you just know it's going to be, like, crushing hammer, chip-chip ice axe, resource management, get an energy chip-chip ice chip, whatever it is. Um, so, during those things, I ju- you just start talking about things that are intrinsically linked but aren't actually part of the game. Um what does how is chip chip ice axe used in another deck for or what's the impact of crushing hammer if the roles were switched or or if you're in isaiah's seat how do you change gears to take a win if you're in sander's seat do you play more copies of this so you just kind of dig into relevant but not in the moment type things is what i try and do or as what I tried to do in that situation. And sometimes you just got to be honest. Uh, I think one time it's like, man, I wish I had a chip chick ice, ba- uh, ice ax next to me because it feels like I'm getting a lobotomy right now. I think I said that in the, in the thing because <laughs> it was just over and over and over again. And that's just a way to, again, express how I feel, reflect the feelings that I know are existing in the chat to what's going on and just you know put a grin on people's faces. Like, yeah, that is kind of how this feels. And then moving forward.
1: Awesome. Little did you guys know? I'm just trying to get free tips off. Coaches. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I get this
4: free." You coaching. thought it was an interview; it's
2: actually a coaching session. That's fine. <laughs>
0: well, hey man, I was gonna get into the Blue Jackets, but we've been on long enough. Don't worry, we got 56 games ahead of us, and we're division
4: rivals. So, uh, get ready for it, uh, uh, not- real quick. I was Go just ahead. Gonna, yeah. I like I like the Blue Jackets chances uh, in the central <laughs> looks good. Everybody writes off the Blue Jackets last year, youngest team in the league, most injured team in the league. Um, and you know we kept all our key players around, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to uh, be fun.
0: Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. I'm glad Detroit's back in the central. We haven't a, you know missed the playoffs when we were a central
2: division team. Not of my
0: business though. I don't care if we were last in the league, it doesn't matter, all right.
2: Um Newsflash Maxlow. Uh, Detroit still garbage i don't um, care dog it's gonna be fun. we'll always be garbage but you know that's fine i got 11
0: cuff rings it's fine well my team does and i'm just <laughs> here to piggyback off of all right but kurt man we we still got to get in undaunted too but that means you're always welcome back on this podcast anytime if you ever get that itch and you don't want to fire up super rod just hop on here bro we got you so uh, all
4: right fair enough
0: fair enough uh you know how we do it and how everybody does it the floor is yours for any shout outs stuff like that and uh and as i said earlier floor is always yours if you want it just not the next episode it's kind of weird so uh go ahead man appreciate you coming on uh
4: no thank you all so much uh first off shout out to all of you for having me on saying all the super nice things uh i don't think my ego could have been inflated any (laughs) more than it has on this call so i appreciate that um, big shout out to my wife, uh, my daughter, Olive, um, all, all the, all the crew, Jeff Saran, Jared Weiss, um, just everybody. I mean, undaunted, of course, I'd love to talk about that. I think we're, we're, we're taking a very, uh, nice and slow approach to what we want our, our group to be and, uh, what our direction is in. So I'd love to talk about that. I think we've got a lot of cool things coming down the pike um so maybe next time we'll we'll find some time uh to discuss that but big shout out to them and um big shout out to whatever uh team stores tournament i jump in and win uh we're gonna be we're gonna be awesome
0: (laughs) hell yeah bro yeah man we we told frank he's he didn't even get to talk about it when he was on here but uh we'll, we'll get you guys back on and we'll talk about undaunted stuff and uh, maybe as the whole
2: team maybe 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 we'll just bring you all on
0: team showdown after we deal with these rat dudes (laughs) 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 all right man well it's a pleasure having you and uh we'll see you next time all right thanks guys be safe you too all love brother once again special thanks to my boy kirk dubay uh it was a pleasure like without the super rodcast, without the commentating you heard it there on the on the po- uh the interview we you wouldn't have the floaty cast to be honest so he was a founding father of some of the shit that we like doing here and I'm uh, really glad to
2: have him um uh, scott what'd you think bud was it hot i mean he, he's the man of many suits you know he's <laughs> he's the kirk himself so uh I, it's always a pleasure to talk with him i've only had a few rare occasions to do so but um uh He's a great guy, great commentator, uh, even better person. So
0: yeah, facts, facts. Uh, so some of the things we wanted, we did want to talk about. Uh, I knew we threw, I know we threw it over to the interview a little quicker than we normally do, but that's okay because like I wanted y'all to hear it. Like it had to be, it had to be heard. So some cards were announced from the upcoming Battle Styles set. Uh, Scott, I don't know if you had a chance to look for them or look at them.
2: But, uh, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I've been th- kind of out of the loop. Are you talking about, uh, which cards are you talking about? Because I'm looking at a lot of them, bro. So. I'm
0: talking about Cricketune V. <laughs> I'm talking about Victini V Max, Tapu Coco V Max, Mimikyu V. I'm talking about Escape Rope. Got a reprint, bro. It's coming back. EXP Share got a reprint. Coming back.
2: Uh, super excited about Escape Rope. Um, this, uh, Krikatoon looks, uh. Bro,
0: it actually looks weird. really good. It's like a Ranguru. Yeah. Instruct a Ranguru, but if it's in your active, you get one more card, bro. That could be. Yeah. It could mean
2: a lot. It's it's definitely not, uh. Not terrible. The only downside to it, I think, is it's, it's a low level support, so you're not drawing that many cards, theoretically, in a format that you can't really discard as heavy. You know, we don't have Ultra Ball to get rid of two cards and stuff like that, right? Um. And it gives up two prizes, but I mean, if you could find a way to keep it protected, even through the escape rope coming up and bosses' orders and things like that, or you just, you know, can discard your hand and just refill it again. I mean, time and time again, these cards come into Pokemon and they're, they're amazing every time. So I'm looking forward to trying to build with it. Um, And I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't want to shout it out or anything, but. With baby Blowns, you kinda empty your hand every turn. So it'd just be nice to be able to draw to four. Oh, you
0: could go Cricut- and then draw three more. Yeah, you can go tune Cricut- Cricut- Three, Didene, you know, <laughs> Jirachi. Like that is a good card in uh Baby Blowns, it could be. One card that I am very super Well, first, let's shout out these two Pokemon that came out in base set, Sword and Shield. And now we're getting Vmaxes, uh, Tapu Koko Vmax and Victini Vmax. I think that's pretty cool. Kind of lame. Victini Vmax's first attack is literally on the Victini V we already had, spreading flames. Like it's already got it. It gets it again. That's
2: Does it. Doesn't it? It gets one more fire though, doesn't it? Or no, they just, both get the,
0: three. They both get three.
2: Okay. Uh, I don't know. I've never played the card, so. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Also, it has three ten, which is kind of.
0: Yeah, that could be relevant. I don't
2: know. I feel like And then like Yeah, I feel like three twenty is the threshold for And then like victory
0: nowadays. max does one hundred plus it does two twenty, which it's one shotting a Zacian anyway. It doesn't matter. It get it's one shotting a Zacian. And a cool story, bro, it's fire. But uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean it, it hits two forty for just a fire and a colorless that's almost almost uh dread numbers for the same energy cost it's 30 short but hey it's all right it's high
2: and but, it's also 30 hp short you know so i mean i feel like if you're playing e-turn tr- just play true. e-turn tr-
0: yeah e-turn the best deck in the format anyway i'm just <laughs> tapu coco v max looks kind of interesting too for lightning lightning colorless 180 which we've seen it in pay full blitz to it bro You you do 180 if you're down on prizes um it's you parallel. Uh, I mean, them? it's
2: a stronger choo choo, you know.
0: In theory, yeah, I feel like choo choo is a little bit better just because you don't have to search out for an evolution. You just find the basic. Like right. One sixty sure. to one eighty. Yeah, it is a little bit stronger, but choo choo also has a lightning ride GX. Super. It's pretty good, right? Part of it? So <laughs> it has that, but
2: but uh, it has three twenty HP. So that means it's not getting one shotted by, you know. E turn or um, set of scorch as easy, right? So um, that's true. Good and bad, I guess. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out.
0: I think the best card announced, though, for real is this Bronzong. Shout out Bronzong.
2: No, I think you're skipping right over the best art that's ever existed on a Mimikyu card. You see that thing? That Mimikyu V's art is amazing.
0: Bro, what's this? When you play this card, until you're prevent all damage done to your. When you play this. Okay, so like you get you get safeguard for like a turn.
2: Yeah. I mean it's not great. It's not a great card at all. It plays three damage counters on your opponent's active bro, Pokemon. This is really for each good. prize card they've taken.
0: Your your opponent has taken? So yeah. you can so you can put nine damage bro that card could be really good in Dragapult.
2: Uh actually, you're not wrong.
0: Because think about it, bro. Like, if you're up, at, let's say you're up against E turn, bro. You put that dude down. They got to boss up your Dragapult. They got to boss that turn in order to, like, get behind it. So you force them to boss and you can put them down. And then, like, if they're already up three prizes, you put nine damage counters plus the five. And then plus you have the horror energy, too, bro. It could be good in Dragapult.
2: It could be let could me be. let me put we'll, that we'll, we'll
0: put that in the we'll keep that up here we'll we'll be thinking about that but i do want to talk about this bronze song because i feel like it could be really good if like with like uh what is it hyper potion and Zama, yeah and I zamazenta because you can move it's kind of like aromatees like... and uh the weavile you move it around on oh, expanded when zamazenta's got like 3 million hp
2: yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um in the sort of luke metal fashion, right? So luke metal expanded, now you're moving all the metal energies around. Um and it doesn't say basic metal energy. So that's okay, wild.
0: I, if it's not if it's if it's not uh What is it? If it's if it's only if it's any metal energy, bro, that's insane. That's actually Yeah, insane. so you
2: could you know, you can move the coating, you can move the whatever the other one is i forgot what it was but you can move them around uh, as far as how it's translated currently so um it's it's pretty pretty dope
0: bro but another new card um, we're not going to go through all of these just the highlights by the way if you want to check it out go to com. it's there but i think the the craziest non-pokémon card that came out that makes v max is really good and i feel like this card needed to come out or when rotation happened uh this pokemon is going to be insane it's zamazenta v it's a counter to it it's called during this turn damage from the attack oh this is phoebe a supporter during this turn damage done from the attacks of your pokemon v maxes aren't affected by any effects on your opponent's active pokemon so that 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 shield you got on that zamazenta can go th- can be gone through by an Eternatus. decidui can get got
2: I mean, decidueye has been on the way out already. This card just kind of guarantees it. Yeah, um,
0: like this is this is really good. <laughs> I feel like this. I
2: feel like this will at least be
0: a one or two of in Vmax decks going forward. Like after think, rotation, at least
2: with the okay after rotation, maybe. Um, I was about to say with the speed at which the format's going, where, where do the you think you? Now,
0: I don't think you can afford to play it.
2: Right, because, you know, then if you, if you got it first turn and then you have a dead supporter, you're never going to get the use. Exactly. You know, so. Without or, things like VS Seeker in format. Um, shout out, Pokemon. If I can get a reprint of VS Seeker, I would uh, love you forever. Yeah, um, bro. Uh, if I can get a real VS Seeker, uh, that'd items, be great. Bro, that'd be insane. Yeah, one that doesn't cost me two prizes because everybody's got boss in hand.
0: Three prizes against ADP. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bro, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, yeah, but those were some of the new cars that came out. Guys, one of these days we're going to talk about expanded. I don't think this is a week. I don't think this is a week we're going to talk about expanded. But one of these days, I promise you guys, will, we would touch on the expanded format. I need a little bit more time. Like, I need a little bit more time
2: with it. I've been playing more expanded, uh, but I only play one deck, so I don't think I don't think talking about it's fine right now. I haven't done any of that,
0: any expanded. So, so guys, give us a little bit. We'll talk about expanded, but real quick before we take off here, Thursday, Thursday night. There's two things happening Thursday night: Dax PTCG Stone Series. Link in the bio for registration on that happening. Also. It's the return of your boy with some new shit, new flair. Floaty Cast is back on Twitch. Come at me. Hockey season starts. I'm excited. I'm hyped. I'm ready to go. And boys, it's going to be a good one. So uh, you don't want to miss that one. You don't want to miss the return of the Floaty Cast on twitch.tv slash Floaty Cast. Link in the bio, as always. And uh, YouTube content is going to be cranking. I just realized for the last week I've put out a video every day on accident. And uh
2: I don't think there was anything accidental about that. You said, I'm not streaming. I got to do something. Right.
0: Create content. You're right. You're right. We haven't slowed down once, even with not streaming. But I tell you what, bro, I was a fucking idiot for not doing anything with YouTube for that long.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think we talked about it, though, actually, on one of the very first podcasts. We didn't know what you wanted to do you know like well that's the beauty of
0: youtube you can do whatever you want
2: right but you know finding finding your niche finding your creative flair finding like what you want to do you know because you didn't want to be like everybody else especially at the beginning of quarantine everybody wanted to do something right so um we definitely didn't want to be cookie cutter but
0: Bro, you are 100% correct. And then I think I think we're 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 grooving on there. We got some things going on. I'm excited. So make sure you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel. And uh
2: and that'll be it.
0: Honestly, I feel like that's a strong episode. What do you think?
2: Uh I feel like it's one of our best, like it is every week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we nailed it
0: again. Uh, For the 28th again. week in a row. <laughs> that's not true. We did bi-weekly at first. Oh, so. yeah, that's right. That's right. I have For the noticed, 28th I episode in a it, row. It took us, like, a really long time to get to 14. <laughs>
2: and, then, <laughs> and then we got to 28 <laughs> twice as fast.
0: <laughs> crazy. It's fucking crazy how time works. Math. Also, I'm surprised. I haven't heard anything. But Did you know the Alabama championship game was tonight, bro?
2: Um... I'd imagine we're not doing so well because uh, I haven't heard "Roll Tide" shouted in the streets yet. So, bro, let,
0: let's give um, you guys a live update straight from Alabama. This this one's for my wife to show her that. Nah, it, oh, oh, I forgot wait, your I, wife it, was it's, an it's Alabama fan. The, the game is over. Who won? Oh wait, no, it's halftime. It's it's at halftime. Okay, I so it, who's
2: winning? <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> Alabama's winning. By a lot. Well, I guess <laughs> to all those Alabama <laughs> fans why, why Roll Tide, congratulations. Hold uh, this, hold please, this, uh, if they lose, don't riot.
0: Hey, <laughs> let me tell you guys something. I don't root for y'all often, but when I do, you're playing Ohio State. So I appreciate this ass whooping you're handing them. Uh I do. It means a lot. So uh anyway, oh roll Tide. on that note, roll tide. Uh Scott, <laughs> throw the plugs up.
2: Uh, make sure to check us out on the website at com. Also, hit up the Twitch. Hit up the Streamlabs. Hit up all, all the stuff. All the links will be down below. Come join us on Thursdays at Dax Stone Series. I'm not going to try to pronounce the letters because I'll mess it up. Um, and then catch Maxlow on stream as well Thursdays. And any other ga- any other day that the Detroit Red Wings have a game.
0: Twitch.tv slash Crammy Lab Thursday nights for the commentary. Twitch.tv slash Flow when the wings are playing for, you know, a good time. That was kind of weird. Don't ever do that all again. Right. <laughs> I know. Guys, we love you all. Appreciate it. We'll be back next week for episode 29. We got a very special guest. I'm really excited about this one. It's kind of out of our comfort zone a little bit, but we're going to go with it. Also, shout out to the mall while mawville mammoth swans they beat my ass that that video will be up on youtube real soon hey hey cole clocked me bro it was awful and uh so anyway on that note guys we love you all thank you guys so much for the support and everything you guys do it means a lot It, it, it does it means a lot and uh on that note peace peace